The title race is well and truly heating up as Liverpool and Arsenal played out arguably a game of the season contender yesterday with an epic two-all draw. Today, we discussed who has the edge in the title race. Is it Man City or is it Arsenal? Roll the intro. Hello and welcome back to the Lost in Possession podcast. First things first, do us a favour, hit that subscribe button. It's free, it takes two seconds and we appreciate it more than you can know. Thank you very much. Let's get straight into the action. Obviously yesterday, if you've been living under a rock, um, Liverpool and Arsenal played out one of the games of the season. Two all draw at Anfield and it was back and forth. It was an absolute thriller of a game. However... What this means is for Arsenal is that they have dropped points. So, Reese, we will come to you first. A lot of debate over this result. Obviously, a 2-0 up. Is this a case of points dropped or is this a case of just another point away from City? How are you feeling after that result? Um, if you ask most people at the start, would you take a point before the game? Then they would have taken it. However, if you want to challenge for a title, you can't go 2-0 up and throw it away to 2-2 and could have been worse if Salah would have converted his penalty. So I get the argument. You know, I know everyone knows where I stand on who's going to win the title anyway. But I think, you know, that if you look at the end of the game, some of the players' reactions, you know, that clearly looked like two points dropped to me. Jamie, how do you feel as a City fan? Is that, yes, they've dropped points or is that what could have been? Um, like they needed, we needed them to drop points in any way, whether it was a loss or a draw, to now put it back in our hands. So, I'm happy on that point. But when you look at the last, last sort of like twenty seconds of that game, I don't know how Canote has not scored that chance. Where I think if he's headed it or put it with his foot, it gets a little bit more power and it creeps over the line. But Ramsdale's made a fantastic save, so it is a bit of. What if that's another point dropped and that gives even more pressure on us because then we wouldn't be ahead on goal difference if we win our game in hand and beat Arsenal. So that's where sort of that point, a point more dropped for Arsenal would have been better. But at 2-0 down, I, I, I think I put it in our chat. I think it's over. Like I think Arsenal won this and Liverpool weren't going to score another and then they did I did sound so glad to be wrong um it's a I just think the main take of that is Arsenal have done this for the past two seasons now where they've done well at Anfield but it comes down to one error from a player and last season I think it was my um Arteta the manager got the crowd rolled up this year was Xhaka Xhaka's been it's it's sort of like it's a foul, but sometimes it's not given just in cases of refs making slight mistakes. This isn't a big one. It's his reaction to go then and kick out at Trent. Why do it when you're tuning up and cruising? That, I feel like, was just such a massive mistake that you can probably get away with it at most other grounds. But doing it at Anfield is just stupid. And then them getting the goal two minutes later 
just it just sort of was like I don't know what it was. It's sort of like I don't know if it's his mentality, Jacka alone, or it is something that because you've seen Zinchenko reacts at Everton and things like that. It's more is there a slight mentality issue of trying so hard that you blow your own, you go off your own head. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I think I think it's hard. Like, a lot of it probably is just human nature. Like, if a player pushes you in the back out of nowhere, your natural instinct in that moment is going to be to turn around and try and push him back or get aggressive. So it's a weird one with Xhaka, because if, if it was anyone else, you probably wouldn't blame them. Because it's Xhaka and he's got this history of sort of, you know, anger or, or being a bit naive. I think as a result of that, plus then the timing of the goal, obviously being, a, I think it was literally 90 seconds later, it then it's an easy point to blame and go, you know, oh, Xhaka got the crowd rolled up. But I think on balance of the game, like at, at two when, when it was 2 new Arsenal before they scored, before Liverpool scored, it honestly had the feel of a, of a, of a three, four nil win to Arsenal. And I think, although Reese, you're right, you you would have probably taken a point before the game. I think you're two 0 up at Anfield. You're looking good, and you're looking like you're going to win it four nil, and then you end up almost lucky to get a point. So I think in that, in, in isolation, looking at it like that, it's got to hurt Arsenal. It really has got to hurt Arsenal. Yeah, it would. I mean, you got to argue like first of all, like City and Man U couldn't go to Anfield and get anything. So there's a bonus there. Yeah. Arsenal took them, you know, took them to the draw. But but I've said before, Arsenal don't do well with crowds that get in your face. The crowd get in their face, what happens? They throw the two guys, they, they just can't cope with that. Yeah. And that's why they, sh- you know, they're disappointed in, you know, fair enough. But like, really, did you honestly think you were going to come to Anfield and win? You know, with the mentality they've shown in these sorts of games? Of course, of course not. They're disappointed, but now they've put themselves under pressure because they've got to beat West Ham next week. That's another example of a ground that will get in their face when the big boys come to town and they're going to struggle with that again. And this is the worst bit that's going to hurt a lot of fans now is because now is the time where it starts to go wrong. And I just don't get, you know, it's just how Premier League football works. David doesn't beat Goliath. I've said this before and I'll say it again. You know, it's exactly how it is. I think you've been saying that for a lot of the season, though. And Arsenal have kept proving you wrong in that sense that they can go away to these games and get big wins or they can get last-minute winners when their luck's against them. And and I do still think, regardless of yesterday, this is an Arsenal side that are just... I've said it a few times this season, but they are just so much better than what we've ever seen Arsenal, you know, for the last 10, 15 years. They do just seem to have that edge, that better work rate, whatever it is that they can go, obviously bad example in this case because they were two new up, but we've seen so many times this season where they've gone a goal down, they bounce back straight away. And something does seem to have fundamentally changed with the squad where there's a bit more belief. Even even yesterday at two all, Arsenal weren't sitting back going, yeah, we'll take a point. Arsenal were going for the win. And you've got to respect that. You've got to respect that mentality. Obviously, you yeah. Do, you do, but that can cause an issue that's that's why they probably nearly lost it because they were doing that obviously they did nearly win it on the counter-attack after that and if it was just a slight better pass we'd be talking about a great Arsenal win um, in the last sort of seconds of the game but it's a 
the one thing I don't actually agree with is taking the draw before the game because of how poor Liverpool have looked. Especially if you look looked against the City game, Liverpool went 1-0 up and it was still a second-half cruise control for City. And that's not really happened against Liverpool in the last sort of five years, apart from when they had a man sent off against us. And that's a, that's a different matter when it's against 10 men. So, and then against Chelsea, Chelsea arguably should have won that game and Chelsea haven't been in great form. So it's kind of, Liverpool were there to be taken, like really by teams who have been not, quality this season. Not really. Arsenal, different, different Arsenal were showing it in the first half. Yeah, different teams, different mentalities. Don't forget, Arsenal's record in Liverpool as a city is terrible. And yes. who... And whenever whenever teams want a bad run of form, why is it always Arsenal they play next and they end up getting a result against? Let's be honest, it's true. So of course Liverpool are going to be like, we could we can get this here. If it's if it's the Emirates, different story because they'd probably be more nervous. But it's a completely different mentality and ability and mindset. But I think before the game, like I don't think you just settle for a draw because of how bad they've been. And even in I even I even looked at the odds about three minutes into the game. You were favourites, which if we looked at that a year ago and went, Arsenal going to go to Anfield and be favourites by the bookies' odds, we'd have all laughed and said, what the hell is going on? It shows how much, how well you've done. I think you, cause, because you've got, it was more, everyone was talking about your fixtures and it was looking like this is a this is a big test, away to, away to Liverpool at Anfield. And you've also got this sort of away to City and away to Newcastle. They're the three games that people have been talking about. So it's kind of like your first hurdle. And I think you want to get, if you got over that one, it didn't, It probably wouldn't it would matter less if you drop points at City and at Newcastle. But now you've still got them two hurdles. It's where I don't think you would, you should want to just take it. And I think if you want to win the league, you can't be settling for a draw before the game. That's, I think that's fans, though. That's fans. That's not. There's no chance in hell Arteta's going. We'll take a point here, lads. Like that's fans going. Oh, that's a fixture we could lose. We'll take a point. No, but I guess if you look at the start of the season, managers probably will go. We're going to get our. We're going to look at the games. We'll get our points here. Won't get points here. There, for example, just analysing the fixtures. They probably you probably at the start of the season go. We're probably not going to get anything at Anfield. So in that way, it is a point gained for Arsenal. But the way the season's gone on, the way Arsenal looked and were performing before the before the sort of I think the Xhaka incident, Salah goal, you'd be like, we're getting three points here. And then even in the second half, it wasn't like Arsenal were bad. Liverpool were just that were getting up for it with. It's just the sort of excitement of the crowd. So I think it's... I still think it is two points dropped just for how good you were for forty the first 40 minutes. And we were... I think I think you had a you had a free kick by the corner flag and Neville was talking about the third for you, not even considering a Liverpool goal kind of thing. So it's them type of results and into the... What's now is in the business season business end of the season is where I think you just it's winning at all costs yeah I um, think go on. 
No, no, go on. I'm, I'm yeah, no, I was going to say, I, I think as well, the stats we've not mentioned. I think after the game, when you look at the stats, I think Liverpool had 21 shots, which is the most Arsenal faced all season. Their XG, I think, was 3.94, which, again, is pretty wild, considering they only scored two goals. But I do think, again... Penalty, I guess. Yeah, I guess penalties probably, you know, 0.9 XG, whatever, however, however it worked. But I think when you look at it like that, again, for the case for Arsenal, you know, if you have if you can see 21 shots at Anfield and, and they've got an XG of 3.9, generally speaking, you're going to lose a game there. Um, there's so many ways you can analyse this game and... and it depends on on your perspective, um, but in terms of looking ahead, obviously you guys might disagree with who has the edge. I don't know who the bookies' favourites are. I'd be intrigued to see how they've got it at this it, stage. I saw it; it was it was exactly the same. Oh wow! Okay, I saw, so both, I saw both eleven to ten. The data has shown as well that if it's in terms of statistics, City have a fifty-two percent chance, and Arsenal have, I think it's forty-eight. <clears throat> wow. Okay. So it literally is as tight as you can can call it at this stage. Coin toss, kind of. Obviously, yeah. Arsenal six points clear. City have a game in hand. Let Let's look ahead of the fixtures now. Let's actually get into this and analyze who actually has a better chance of winning based on the fixtures. Um, Reese, we'll come back to you. Where are you looking? I know you've mentioned West Ham, but let's be fair. West Ham are absolutely useless at the minute and you're going to win that game <laughs> um, what other fixtures are you eyeing up as potential red flags for Arsenal bloody all of them <laughs> let's be blunt let's be blunt like when you're Ham, playing come on if there's, if there's one team West Ham love up in their game against it's against Arsenal alright that's problem number one then they've got to play Southampton fighting for their lives alright and, and they need to hope that Southampton are just going to rely on home games because they're going to cause a problem just like Bournemouth did then it's Man City away. Let, let's be honest, that's that's done. Um, Chelsea at home, we don't know what Chelsea are going to turn up. Newcastle away, they need to hope that Newcastle have qualified for Champions League by then because if Newcastle have got something riding on it, their fans are going to be up for that. That's exactly what they don't want. Proved it last year. Just repeat the video from last year as to why I said they wouldn't get top four and it will say the same thing. Then they've got Brighton. I mean, you know my opinions on Brighton. I think it's a flash in a pan thing, and I think Deserby is a flash in a pan thing. But Brighton have upset Arsenal at the Emirates before. But again, you need to hope that Brighton have got what they've wanted. Forest away, again, my word, like second to last game. Forest, you need to hope Forest have really got relegation, have avoided it or have been confirmed. And then Wolves at home, which I think isn't a massive issue. No disrespect to Wolves, but I think they're fine. So all of them, bar one or two, are all essential now. Like, and they're all like this, like the worst possible times to be playing them. On paper, you can say, oh, yeah, look, you beat West Ham. But on paper, it never works. Mentality. I, I said before, the mentality in the background between a game is the big thing. I said this last year with the top four thing. And everything that happened, happened. And it's going to happen again. It's not a nice fixture list. They throw it away against West Ham. It's definitely done. Let's be honest, it's definitely done. But they've put themselves in this situation now, which, again, it's harsh to say that because they weren't expected to be there in the first place, but they've got the worst possible running out of the two. We'll talk about City, but I think there's only one potential banana skin for City. But we yeah. can talk about it. 
Well, yeah, I, I'll, I, I still feel like that's a little bit pessimistic, to be honest. Like, I don't care whether you're playing on paper or on grass. You, you're beating West Ham. They are <laughs> again, absolutely Answer me this. Horrendous. Whenever there's a title race, whenever there is a title race, not a team's already got it done, has the underdog ever come out on top? No. The only well, time I mean, you've got a chance of it ever happening is when everyone's on an equal financial footing. And that's what's happening in Italy at the moment. That's why it's been so entertaining. It does not happen in Premier League football. Leicester's was not a title race. That was six teams from the big six all having shit, rubbish seasons. But they were still the underdog. They were still the underdog. I think what Reese is meaning is when it's a title race, when you've got teams who are three points off each other, the ones that that happen that aren't... Oh, actually, no. The only one to disagree with you is when City won the league against United. Yeah, that's probably the the only time. Liverpool United are more favourites than City. Yeah. But other than that, you've had City versus Liverpool, what, three, four times now? Yeah. And we've won it all the time. Exactly. I think it, you could probably it, argue Blackburn, but even then, again, that was an example of a team throwing money at the game to win it. That's not a disrespect, that's just how football is. But even then, they lost their last game to even win the league. So, so let, let's be honest, it just doesn't happen. It's just not how football works. And that's exactly the same here. But I, the only difference, yeah. Well, <clears throat> Arsenal aren't <clears throat> sorry, um, aren't a sort of you know mid-table club. You're not a you're not a true underdog story. Like a like Leicester winning the title is an underdog story. But what you're saying with the sort of title race, Arsenal aren't that. Arsenal are, in my opinion, the third biggest club in England. Jordan might disagree and say fourth, but one of the biggest. So this is where I disagree on the sort of... I understand what you mean by the underdog bit, but you are still such a huge club. It's not quite a David and Goliath kind of story in this. But with your fixtures, I actually agree with the West Ham one. West Ham do get up for these random games. They beat. I think they beat Liverpool last season at home, and that effectively cost Liverpool the title. Um, West Ham do get up for normally Spurs and Arsenal. They love that game, especially at, at home. So it is one where it's not a foregone conclusion, despite how West Ham have been, well, rubbish, to put it nicely, <laughs> really. So that's kind of how I see that one. The Southampton game, after I watched Southampton on Saturday, you don't have anything to worry about unless you have an absolute two out of ten game. They're quite they're quite a poor side, unfortunately, for them. So that one I do disagree with. Then it's then the the next three games are tough. City, Chelsea, uh, Newcastle. But you want to win a title, you've got to play these games. You're always gonna have a run of fixtures where you don't want you don't want them all in a row. But that's just what happens. To win titles you've got to go and well, to be honest, that it's winning probably at least at least six points is kind of good. I still think it's not a foregone conclusion, titles over kind of scenario because you you've only got to worry about the Premier League. And I think when we come to City's fixtures, that's a that's a massive advantage. The City have got other things to play for. Yeah. I mean, I do get that where you're coming from, but how many teams do that where they go, we just want to sacrifice on the one thing? 
and it always goes wrong. So that's 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 fine saying that, but let's be honest, right? City have not had their best season domestically by any standards, and yet Arsenal can't shake them off. What does that say? What what does that say? You can't. They can't shake them off. It shows how good City are, but it also goes to show just why this is a problem for Arsenal. No, the only thing I disagree on that with is I think after there was a stat I saw after something like 27, 28 games, if you looked at what points Arsenal had compared to what Man City had had in the last five, six years, we were only ahead of you once, and that was the Centurion season. So in every other season, except for the Centurion season, you'd still be ahead of us in that. So that's where it, that's why I don't really I don't agree with you on that. I think you've you've still got a massive chance to win this. It's definitely not over. And even though you drop points at Anfield, you still played well from yeah, majority of the played game. Well, played better than what they have done, <laughs> what we have done for like the last ten years. Yeah, yeah, but like just, it, it's an improvement. Look, I said you know top four is is all it should be, and that's still an improvement. And unfortunately, unrealistic expectations are being set. But let's let's be blunt here; they're not going to win it. It just doesn't happen. I know it's not. A chance on paper, it just doesn't happen in football. I just don't see both. Both. I don't see both of us not dropping points. That's it. And with you having the advantage at the moment, would it would be three points if we win our game in hand? It still means I still I don't see it being a foregone conclusion like you do. <laughs> and I think a lot of Arsenal fans will agree and a lot of City fans will agree. It's it's not over, but if we it's more once it comes down to the Etihad, that's when it could be over. If if you drop a point like West Ham, that's when it's starting to go right, they're falling they're they're falling apart. It's it's Easter, Arsenal fall apart again. It's that kind of yeah, but us I, I I probably do back you to keep your winning run until the City game. And that just becomes the biggest game of the season for the title. You talk about Anfield, the game sort of on Sunday was the best game of the season probably so far. It's not the most important until the Etihad. And that's where I think it comes down to. But you've only got to not lose. You've got to remember that. You've still got, yeah. despite... And, and Reese as well, like to to kind of give Arsenal more credit. This is this is a City team with with, with Haaland up front, who is breaking every record under the sun. The the vibe that they're playing with at the minute, and and this joke, like Haaland just scoring every chance, breaking all the records. City should be, if you didn't look at the league table and you watched City, you saw all the Haaland goals, all the records, you'd say this City team have already won the league. They're ten points clear. So the fact you're actually still above them. And your six points clear is is ridiculous. Like this is a city team, as I said, the way Haaland's playing, that should be ten points clear. And Jamie won't agree, but the fact they're not ten points clear and and basically already got the league written down is surprising. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I've, I've never said it's a disappointment if we don't win it. Like it's it's an amazing achievement. You're right. City should be top. Maybe not by ten points, but City should be top. Is, but it's the thing, it's easier said than done saying not lose. But like I said, they said with the top four thing last year, I said it's it's the type of games you've got to play. You know, if you're playing at home to 
to Wolves and then you're playing at home to Villa, etc. Teams that haven't really got much going on. Completely different, yeah, absolutely. But when you're having to go away to the teams where, like I said, you don't do well of that in-your-face atmosphere, it's a completely different ball game. Football is a mentality game at the end of the day. Like I, I do half agree with if you look at sort of stats and things like that, talking about Haaland, we should be top, but that's a credit to Arsenal. Really, I if you look at the points that we're, we're both on, yeah, we like you said, 10 points clear, we are 10 points clear to everyone else. It's kind of that's what would happen if Arsenal were having a season like last season or several before that. If Arsenal weren't having this unbelievable season for them, well, sorry, not just for them, I don't want to be disrespectful, they're having an incredible season, they weren't having that we would be 10 points clear. It would be a walk in the park. People will be talking about City winning the treble much more. It got mentioned yesterday by Carragher, but I've not really, I've not really heard it much elsewhere. But if we were, it's because of how good Arsenal have been. What was that, sorry? Because you're not Liverpool. That's why the treble's not being mentioned. Even though it should be because you're in with a... No, if Bloody you were top, if you were top of the league and clear, then everyone. Yeah, would be yeah, saying, that's what that's what I'm saying. But it normally it would be, but it's because of how well Arsenal have done. So I think it's, a, I think you are doing them a discredit, Reese. Well, let let's move on to City's fixtures. So, Jamie, how I guess same question to you. Obviously, the Arsenal game is the one that you go. You know, that's that's the biggest game. Is there any others that are standing out to you from City's games that you think could be a bit of a, a banana skin? Um, if we're just talking Premier League, then you've kind of got to look at probably two of our away games being Brighton and Brentford. Because they've both been in very good form this season. Brentford have already beaten us at home. and Brentford would be the final day of the season game. In a sort of once, I think, like Rich, you're saying, there's a crowd that will can get up for it, and I think Brentford won't just sit on their laurels. They'll be, they want to just compete. I don't think they're that fussed about if they get European football or not. Blah blah blah. They could be tenth, and they're still going to be going. We're going all out for this. So I feel like that's going to be a tough one. The Brighton game needs to be rearranged somewhere. I think I've looked at the fixtures. It's possibly going to be before the Brentford game on the last week of the season. So we're going to possibly have Chelsea at home, Brighton away, Brentford away. Not a nice final three fixtures. Um, They're the ones I'd sort of be worried about. Everton away as well. Everton have been poor, but they do seem to turn up when City come round. I think there's only been, I think it was the Centurion season. It's the only time I remember playing away, having a game against Everton and going, we controlled that. We won 3-0. It was it was an it wasn't that tough of a game. But every other time you've got the sort of Manx versus Scousers kind of rivalry. It's not it's not fierce between City and Everton that much. But it's still got that slight edge to it. And Everton at the moment are still playing for relegation. And it's not it's not the easiest ground to go to. So they're the sort of ones. But I think what needs to be said is the extra game City will, could have. So we've got two games against Bayern. If we get through to that, we'll have two more games. That could be Chelsea or Real Madrid. 
odd say Real Madrid. So that's also traveling abroad again. I know it's Spain, but still, it's a, it's a difference traveling down to London than traveling abroad. I think for other games, and then so that's what four four extra games plus the FA Cup semi final against Sheffield United. Now we're lucky that was a slight disrespect, but I don't properly mean it. It was the, it was the nicest fixture out of the four. So we should be able to rest a few players but still have a strong team out. That could really matter, playing possibly five extra games as well as the fixtures we've got. I think that can be a problem and that's probably why I don't think we're going to win every single game and then take it out of Arsenal's hands. Yeah, I, I think it's impossible to... to... Although you're in great form at the minute, I just don't think with the Champions League fixtures, you're going to win. You will definitely drop points in the league. And even though you've got, in my mind, a lot, a lot easier set of games, I think, as you said, if you've got, you know, games every three days, maybe you get an injury, you draw a game, you lose a little bit of momentum. I still think there is an opportunity there for Arsenal maybe to capitalise. Um, I guess, well, before we wrap up and pick who we actually think is going to win the league. Is there any other factors that you guys have not said that you, you think could potentially be a factor in the title race? Yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I do agree with Jamie's comments a little bit here. Well, uh, quite a lot, actually. I think, yeah, if Everton aren't clear of trouble, then that's a potential banana skin. That was the one I sort of foreshadowed earlier. Um, I agree with Brentford away. I think Brentford are that team. They're a very professional bunch. Like, they don't care. Even if they're, you know, mid-table and on the beach, they'll still turn up. They proved it at Evan last year. I mean, I wouldn't be too worried about Leeds. That they give it a go, but as we can see, they they tend to get thrashed as a result. Leicester, are they going to respond on Saturday? We just don't know. You know, we just don't know what we're going to get. You know, if they're out of the Champions League, then that's obviously that causes a problem. But I think you know they might go all out for the Champions League here. They've got the depth to cope with a fixture list like this. It's not ideal, but they've got the depth to cope with it. It's it's the thing. It's how they're going to schedule everything because the last, you know, imagine putting in three, four games in a week. That's just, uh, you know, insane. Um, but like we said, if there's any team that's capable of doing it, it's Man City, right? But yeah, I wouldn't think there's any other factors. I mean, let's be honest, you know, if Haaland gets injured, is it going to hamper them that much? I wouldn't have thought so. They'll just change their tactics around. But yeah, it's an interesting run of fixtures actually looking at them. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to I don't know what to make of it. Sometimes for them, it's yeah. We will. I think we will go out for the Champions League. Like we're, we're playing our strongest team home and away. So yeah. what's available if there's no suspensions or injuries? It's yeah. going to be full strength, and that then can be an issue for the Leicester game because yeah. we're, but we are at home on both, so that's the positive. Yeah, but then you, it's might, whether... you might rest players against the relegation teams, which of course is, is a right into the relegation teams' hands, isn't it? But yes, yeah, it's, it's a good good run of fixtures, but it is a strange one. By the looks of it, you know, you're not even gonna, you might as well be playing for the next six months for the amount of games you've got coming up. Like you'll run into the new season if you're not careful. I think though, Pep Pep would definitely rather at this point win the Champions League now. 
but will he actually change the tier? Like, I still don't, although we're saying like he'll prioritise Champions League, I still necessarily don't think the team lineups will reflect that. But I no, see that more as a subconscious no. thing rather than no, him won't. actually resting players in the league. It, yeah, it won't. I mean, let's be honest, when we say resting players, they're not going to put out their under 16s. That yeah. you know, they can rest Haaland and put on Alvarez, who is a capable goal scorer. You know, they get goals from Gundawan, they get goals from Silva, they get goals from Mares. You know, it's it's an insane amount of depth. So resting players for them is putting out a team that would still be a title contender for anyone else. So it's just yeah, how they go. They'll rest against Sheffield United. I'm sure. I'm sure of that. It's you know, it's the other teams. Yeah, if if they rest a few against Man, you know, Leicester will Leicester use that to their advantage? You know, and we don't know. All right. Well, before we wrap up, let's each pick who we think in this position will win the league. Jamie, we'll come to you first. No prizes for guessing your choice. Nope. Um, I just it was it was coming a bit more worrying. I, the only time the time I started getting a bit worried about it was the Bournemouth game for Arsenal. Getting that getting that last minute goal, I was like, they're just not dropping points here. Dropping points against Liverpool is no surprise, but it's still I'm hoping it dampens. And after looking at their subs reaction when the full-time whistle went, they weren't happy. They looked a bit, not. I think deflated is probably a strong word for it, but they didn't look happy. I'm backing us. It's in our hands now. We've got to come to the Etihad and I hope we continue our good form because we've, we've look, we're have we looking very good now, hitting the form at the right time. So, City to win it. Reese. The same team I said would win at the start of the season. Same team I said would be still win it in January. Same team would still win it after Bournemouth. It's still uh, Man City. <laughs> well, well, I'm going to be different. Um, and I'm going to say Arsenal because of, of quite a few reasons. But City will want to win the Champions League. I can see a scenario where they finally get the job done this time. Um, I do think, as I've said before, I said it quite a lot this season. This is a different Arsenal side we are watching. We've not seen this for so long. And they keep doing the things that title-winning sides do. They sign players who come in and just play unreal and they just find their form straight away. They get last-minute winners. Bournemouth, Aston Villa away, Man United. Consistently last-minute winners. It's something we've seen City do for years and years and years. And everything about this Arsenal side feels different. You're going to Chelsea, you're beating us. You're going to Spurs, you're battering them. You're going to Liverpool away, looking unreal. Everything for me feels different about this Arsenal team, and I cannot believe I'm saying it, but I do think somehow you will, you will do the impossible and win the league. Well, there you have it. As always, everyone, let us know your thoughts in the comments on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok as well. But as always, like, comment, and subscribe. You know the drill. Oh.